the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 7 and verse 21 With her much fair speech she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips she forced him. Women can overpower men by their words. Men crave to hear a woman's praise, affection, and loyalty. A whore's flattery is very dangerous. Wicked women use this power to entice men to sin. Virtuous women use it to please, protect, and build up their husbands. Solomon's long parable in Proverbs chapter 7 about an adulteress seducing a young fool includes the power of her words tempting him to sin with her. Her speech is so powerful, the proverb declares, she caused him to yield and forced him into sexual sin. He is fully guilty for sinning with her, but the wisdom of this proverb is to rightly grasp the danger and power of her flirting words. In this perverse world, no matter how a woman dresses or acts, it is always the man's fault for sexual problems. Sexual harassment occurs in only one direction for such weak minds in today's effeminate courts. But the Lord and Solomon warned about women seducing and forcing men, and they were right. Women have sexual power over men by their words and other means as well. Whorish women create more sexual temptation for good men than lewd men do for good women. Only the basest of women are attracted to crude, forward, or lascivious men. Women are naturally protected by stronger inhibitions, the need for commitment, families to protect them, laws, and social decorum. But what can protect men from a bold seductress? The book of Proverbs. What you are reading right now. Flattery is excessive praise used to seduce someone against his will. It is presenting a matter very favorably in order to make it more pleasant and to beguile or charm the listener. Men love the praise of a woman, for winning the adoration, favor, and devotion of a woman is an instinctive drive placed in their hearts and loins by God. Evil women manipulate this desire in men to prey on them in their various schemes of seduction for selfish purposes. Whatever inhibitions against sexual sin a man might have, by religion, good parental training, or noble character, he may often lose them due to the enticing and flattering speech of a desirable woman. The adoration of a woman is an elixir that only a few exceptional men can resist, and then only by the grace of God. Joseph may have resisted Potiphar's wife, but he was an exception to the general rule of scriptural history and human experience. King Solomon often warned his son about the smooth and silky words of a whorish seductress. Wise men will take sober heed and avoid such women before their lying words steal their souls and virtue. But here in Proverbs 7, he has just described in detail the verbal approach of an adulteress enticing a naive victim. His summary in this proverb before you states the case well. She forced the young man to yield with her words. Solomon described this adulterous whore as using an embrace, a kiss, and a bold, uninhibited face before she spoke. Then he gave a lengthy description of her much fair speech. If you were to refer to Proverbs chapter 7, verses 14 through 20, in those seven verses, 
you will find at least 20 illustrations or potential illustrations of flattery from a whorish woman. Hear me. I am really a good girl. I am no whore. Sleeping with me will not be sin. I have made many preparations and have lots of things for a great time. In verse 15, My motives are very noble in wanting to share a great time with you today. I have waited a long time and dreamed often of finding a man like you. And I am so glad I found you because I do not want to be with anyone else. It is so wonderful to be alone with you and feel the passion between us. In verse 16, I have wanted to meet you for a long time. I have made preparations for it. And again, I have arranged things for the ultimate perfect love-making between us. In verse 17, I know special things that you will love that other boring women overlook. And also, I care about you more than any other woman, so I go to greater efforts to please you. And then in verse 18, We surely have a love between us that no one else has ever had before. Let us fully experience the depths of this unique special love we have. And also, No woman has ever felt as strongly about any man as I feel for you. And also, our lovemaking will exceed all the lovemaking in the world's history. The comfort and pleasure we can find in each other will be wonderful. Our love and pleasure will last all night and all our lives forever. Then verse 19. Do not worry about any risk, for my old man is on a long business trip and will not return home early. And also, he loves business more than me. I need your love and body so much. In verse 20, There is no risk of getting caught. I have figured everything out for us. And he has money, which he loves. We have a love his money cannot buy. Those were 20 potential illustrations of flattery from Proverbs chapter 7, verses 14 through 20, where King Solomon warned his son about the danger of the words, the flattering words, the enticing words of a whore. Young man, how strong was Samson? Was he stronger than any man? Indeed, he was stronger than you for sure. But whores have slain many strong men, according to Proverbs 7:26. Delilah used words to destroy him, even though he knew she wanted to destroy him. Why could he not resist her? Because flattering words from a beautiful woman are too much for most men. Read about his weakness and helplessness before her manipulating flattery in Judges chapter 16. Young man, how wise was Solomon? Was he wiser than any man? Indeed, he was wiser than you for sure. But whores have cast down and wounded many great men. Exotic women caused even Solomon to sin against the good advice of his own Proverbs. Among many nations there was no king like him, and God loved Solomon, but these women corrupted his great character by their power over him. In avoiding the dangerous flattery of women, you must also guard against seducing words in notes, cards, in emails, text messages, tweets, in phone messages, letters, forums, or any other forms of communication. 
It does not matter how a woman's words arrive in a man's mind. They are dangerous and powerful once they get there. She can communicate with you more easily today than ever before. And wisdom demands caution in all these new dangers of the 21st century. Christian woman, guard your speech to men other than your father or husband. Be sober. Hate flirting or flattery. While giving praise is a wonderful thing, it is too powerful for you to give to men other than on rare occasions and with great discretion. But you should learn to use kind words and feminine adoration of your father and husband, for it can build a man's soul and character to be the strong and noble creature God intended him to be. Christian wife, why let the world's women tempt your husband by your silence or prudery at home? A virtuous wife is skillful in all the arts of lovemaking, including words that comfort, intrigue, arouse, and invite her husband. If you have not been taught such things, you need to read King Solomon's song. His book of Proverbs has lessons of wisdom, but his song describes two hot married lovers. The subtle and damning nature of flattery is seen also in false religion where good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of simple hearers to sell them false doctrine. What is the protection? Look for the plain and simple churches of Jesus Christ with straightforward preaching of the Bible. Look for ministers who provide all things direct and honest. Instead of pulpit manner, look for pulpit content. Instead of presentation, look for doctrine and instruction.